about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential. Derived from our maker, that is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings, happy Tuesday, welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast edition here on Westwood One. My name is Steve Dace, Todd and Aaron are here with me as well. And we would love it if you would join us, steve at stevedace.com is the email address. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. We just wrapped up production for today's CRTV program. You don't want to miss it. I put my own head on the chopping block. Maybe my own take on this is fake news. We talked about that. And they're back. I don't know if they have a name. I guess we'll call them the MAGA Singers. They were back in today's montage with the follow-up to their previous hit. This one is called Mother Zucker. And so we had all that and more today on CRTV. CRTV.com, promo code DACE is how you can subscribe to CRTV because who doesn't want to see that? CRTV.com, promo code DACE. If you use my name as that promo code, you'll get a discounted subscription, which means it's only going to cost you about a quarter a day. That's it, a quarter a day. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. And you won't just get our show, but every single show we do each and every week and every day right here exclusively at CRTV. Well, gentlemen, it is a Pop Culture Tuesday. And this is the podcast each week where we take a look at the intersection between culture and conservatism. And there's a, particularly pop culture, uh, and there's a couple of stories that have come up this week. I found disturbing, fascinating, in a disturbing way, guys. Also predictable, yet one of them I, I didn't see coming. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You it's bet. 2018. Everything makes sense now. Yes. Let's start with the one that I didn't see coming, although I probably should have. Uh, the Daily Beast, which is a very left of center media outlet. And looking at the, the, the section header... Apparently, we have come to this point now as a culture. There is a section called Trolls. They have a troll section at the Daily Beast. Because that's it's 2018, guys. Here's the headline. The left-wing harassment campaign against lesbian Batwoman. Have you seen this? Yes. Here's the story. While crappy white men are hyper-visible everywhere, that's kind of their thing, genre fandoms have earned bad reputations as bigoted troll hotbeds. The Star Wars community, for example, is a complicated universe unto itself, overrun with negative forces and bad actors dead set on imposing their outdated values. So, right away, it's like they're going after their own side here, but they gotta, they got to remind everybody. Those right-wingers and those values they're trying to conserve, those outdated values. Let's not forget here, as terrible as we are, they're 
worse. So I love that lead. Has literally nothing to do with this article whatsoever. I mean, here's a whole other category about there's no place for people of color in Star Wars. I don't know. You know, you and I were seven when Lando Calrissian came out. We thought he was kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. We thought he was cool. We just don't think there's any play. I, 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 I like Finn quite a bit. You like Finn? I think Finn's pretty cool. Yeah. I think John Boyega's pretty cool. I like him. We just don't think there's a place for bad storytelling. <laughs> that's, that's kind of most people's complaint that I've seen. They just want some better storytelling. That's all. And here's a whole other pot. Here's a whole other paragraph on going after Kelly Marie Tran, uh, the Last Jedi actress, who's exciting casting as Rose as Rose Tico. Who was excited? I'm. I'm. Did, were you excited? I was rather underwhelmed. Were you excited? Bye. Did Did you know what a Kelly Marie Tran was when she was cast in the Last Jedi? No. Because th- we're told this was exciting casting. Yeah. I don't. No. I don't even remember it being news. Do you remember it being news? No. Maybe, no. It's it's entirely possible. This is a whole social wor- media world we're just not a part of, right? Because you know. I'm thanking God for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are 45 now, right? Correct. And Aaron may be a millennial. He's the most convergent person on this set right now. Okay. I mean, Aaron. Aaron would do a social media fast if the trade-off was wood, um, major woodworking with his bare hands on a weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. that happens. I mean, I do social media fasts for much less. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, so even though Aaron is in the generational, uh, you know, uh, demographic here, he's the, he's the most get off, the, get off our lawn of anybody on this show. And Todd and I are getting to be pretty get off your get off our lawn. Let's be honest about that. Amen. All right, which means when Aaron is our age, dude, I know it's going to be spectacular. Late as the Gadsden Mall. Yes, it will be. Um, so this the headline of this article. Let me repeat this now: is the left wing harassment campaign against lesbian Batwoman. This is the headline. Okay. True news. Paragraphs. <laughs> One paragraph. Two paragraphs. Three paragraphs. On paragraph four, they talk about trans uh, uh, facing months of harassment on her Instagram. So that's four paragraphs. Paragraph five. Fandoms that like Donald Trump uh, are opponent were opponents of the all-female Ghostbusters. All right, so we are, and, and Todd, I want you to see, our audience can't see on the podcast. These are not one or two sentence uh, sen- no. uh, paragraphs. No. Like th- these aren't sentences written by Ernest Hemingway. Subject, predicate, period, follow-up sentence, new paragraph. That was kind of the Hemingway style of writing. Okay, these are these are column inches if this was a old newspaper. Era. Yes. All right, these are substantial paragraphs. So we are one, two, three, four, five, five paragraphs into the story. We get to the headline. Almost as if the writer here, Amy Zimmerman, she's like, don't come at me. Let me give you all my, let me check every box, call everybody who's a racist and a homophobe, get that all out of the way, right? Let me virtue signal, I'm on your yeah. side, get that all, check every box. Don't come at me, bro. There's After, context and then there's journalism is magical right. and not at all broken. If you had submitted in your career a column with a suggested headline, 
and five paragraphs in, you had not actually addressed what is the suggested headline, what would have happened? I would have been told I was bad. Yes. And I, I, I want to give her the most benefit of the doubt. Even if you're writing for a leftist publication, and, and the angle here is, and it's a good angle, because that's the angle we're going after. We're not used to seeing this sort of rhetoric from the left. We usually see this from the right. So you even have a couple of sentences of connective tissue that talk about some of these things from your point of view. I think we would give Grant some journalistic you know, flexibility there in order to create a, a compelling angle, right? You don't need five paragraphs. That's not, that's not connective tissue. That is, that's body armor. That is wrapping yourself in pearl clutching and political correctness Almost as if you are, almost to send this, the message that you are sorry you have to say what you are about to start saying in paragraph six. That's how I took it anyway. So now we go to paragraph six. And this is the actual story. So when the CW announced that they were looking for an out actress, for those of you that don't know what that means, someone who is openly homosexual. They were looking for an out actress to play a lesbian Batwoman in a new TV show, the first gay superhero to headline a live-action series. You could see the backlash coming from a mile away. The description of the character read like a mashup of crap that neo-Nazis don't like, armed with a passion for social justice and a flair for speaking her mind. Kate Kane soars onto the streets of Gotham as Batwoman, an out lesbian and highly trained street fighter, primed to snuff out the failing city's criminal resurgence. The sneering Breitbart blog post basically writes itself, which is ironic, because who's the guy Breitbart's often credited for making a national name? Uh, President Trump. Other than Trump, who else? Who am I thinking of, Aaron? Veritas. Uh, Project Veritas. James O'Keefe. No, keep going. Come on. There's somebody more obvious than that. Milo. Oh, sh- oh. Oh, oh. That was so many things ago, but yes. Okay. My, yeah. You don't get gayer than Milo. For goodness sakes, dude lost a CR, a, 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 not CRTV, lost um, a, a CPAC speaking engagement for advocating for pederasty, which is the ancient practice of homosexual men shepherding teen boys into homo- into full-fledged adult homosexuality. I forgot that he was invited to CPAC. That's sad. Yes. Confirmed, Milo. Shockingly, though, the Daily Beast says, the backlash to Ruby Rose's recently announced casting appears to actually be coming from inside the house. From fans who seem to love the idea of an out actress playing Kate Kane, but want more from their trailblazing lesbian superhero, according to Deadline, Batwoman was revived in 2006 as a Jewish lesbian, the first lesbian title character in the DC Universe back in May. It was announced that Batwoman would appear in the upcoming CW Arrowverse crossover event. Then came the news that Kate Kane would likely follow up that appearance with her own TV show. Executive produced by the people that brought you The Vampire Diaries. Last week, Ruby Rose celebrated her casting in an Instagram post, writing, This is something I would have died to have seen on TV when I was a young member of the LGBT community who never felt represented on TV and felt alone and different. Well, you're represented now because you're every third character. But just two days after the announcement, Rose quit Twitter in a series of tweets that appeared to call out critiques from the, cre- from the queer community. 
including misguided allegations that the gender fluid actor is not really a lesbian. In the now deleted message, Rose wrote, where on earth did Ruby is not a lesbian, therefore she can't be Batwoman come from? Has to be the funniest, most ridiculous thing I've ever read. I came out at 12. I have for the past five years had to deal with she's too gay. How do y'all flip it like that? I didn't change. I wish we would all support each other and our journeys. When women and when minorities join forces, we are unstoppable. When we tear each other down, it's much more hurtful than from any other group, she continued. But hey, I love a challenge. I just wish women in the LGBT community supported each other more. My wish was we were all a little kinder and more supportive of each other. Sending everyone my love and gratitude. It's been a roller coaster of a year, this month especially. especially. I'm looking forward to getting more than four hours of sleep and to break from Twitter to focus all my energy on the next two projects. If you need me, I'll be on my bat phone. Meanwhile, the Twitter hashtag recast Batwoman is still going strong. Recurring sentiments appear to be that Batwoman should be played by a Jewish lesbian. And that the role would have been a great opportunity to elevate new talent. Sample tweets include Ruby is great. <laughs> I just looked over at that. We, we should have done this on camera. You would actually. If this were like a video game and I started off with like maximum power, you would just see the life bars just getting sucked. I'm almost dead right now. I'm barely alive because of this column. I don't know. I just feel compelled to look over at Todd. And he literally is, he's, he's, he is crawling to extinction right next to me over here. Smod now. Now. <laughs> Now, sample tweets include Ruby is great, but she is not the only queer actress out there. Jewish lesbian character should be played by a Jewish lesbian. The hashtag denizens have rallied around another actress, Ashley Platts, whose Batwoman audition tape has been widely circulated. One Twitter user wrote, why didn't Ashley get the part? Her audition had a great positive reaction in the LGBT community. There's even a change.org petition from Supergirl fan begging the CW to give Platts the part. It's gotten to the point that Platts herself has logged on to defend Ruby Rose, Ruby Rose, tweeting, seeing so many people hashtag recast Batwoman rooting for me first. I appreciate how much support and love you're sending my way. Second, I know this role means a lot to Ruby. It would mean a lot to me and she will work her ass off to fulfill the character. Hashtag Batwoman. The news that Rose is shutting down her Twitter was predictably celebrated by the diehard recasters with comments like, quote, when DC fans and LGBT fans don't want something, we can be powerful. Also this week, this is also going on with Disney. Because Disney's about to start filming a movie called Jungle Cruise with The Rock and the lovely and talented Emily Blunt, who I would listen to reading the phone book. Um, and they're going to have their first openly gay character in this movie. Correct. But he is played by a not gay actor. So therefore, the character is not, is not gay enough. 
this this man bites dog line of pop culture political correctness. Your immediate thoughts are what? And I'm going to let Todd gather himself for a moment because... Oh, I'm gathered. Aaron, I'm going to start with you. Okay. What do you think? I think we should be thankful that she did not go down the road that August Ames went down. Do you remember her? Yeah, for people that don't know, I wrote a column about August Ames. It was the last December, I think it was, or yep. sometime last year. And she was a very popular porn star um, who ended up taking her own life because she refused to work with um, with men who also perform in gay porn. Yep. Uh, and it was because the, uh, the STD testing and some of the other medical requirements in gay porn are not as stringent, I guess, as they are in straight porn in terms of... And I think the motivation for that is because, well, we don't want to... We don't want to discriminate. Yeah, like if you have HIV or something else. Yeah. And so she didn't. Uh, she actually bought into the "my body, my choice" rhetoric, mm-hmm. which was her first mistake, believing that's they actually believe the stuff they tell you. And so she thought, you know, I'm living my best life now. I'm on my journey. And I mean, she was an absolutely beautiful woman, and she essentially was selling herself as a prostitute on camera, and doing what she wanted to do with her body. With men she was willing and women she was willing to do it with, and not with the men she wasn't willing to do it with, but because she would not work with men who also were crossover actors in gay porn, because she saw health risks, she was hounded into oblivion on social media and ended up taking her own life. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same mob, and it's uh, it's amazing. We see Antifa marching down the street last weekend, and we think that's scary. Um, boy, if you, you know, what's even more scary uh, is if somebody you think you know and is on your team pulls out a gun and points it at you. I mean, it has got to be a daily um just a daily struggle, just a daily um, self-loathing all of the time, lest the mob that you're a part of turn on you. That's got to be a terrible way to live. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't, I mean, what can you do? I mean, eventually the locusts, when they run out of stuff, or run out of good stuff, living stuff, to uh, to eat and to devour, eventually they turn on themselves. But it, I I don't know at what point the locusts actually you know succeed in offing themselves. I don't think it happens. What are your immediate reactions to this, Todd? A brief um, introduction. Uh, my daughters, as you all know, uh, play competitive. Uh, club level, select level soccer. Mm-hmm. One of their uh, coaches for multiple years was a uh, young woman in her twenties who uh, was gay. She she never advertised it in any way uh, uh, to the kids. There was no propaganda involved, um, but it was uh, it was no, it was known. Not not hard to figure out. She was gay. She was a great soccer coach. 
Uh, my daughter adored her. Uh, uh, we had uh, a conversation uh, about where this fits into our world and our worldview and how we treat people. Um, it, 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 it was a non-issue. That's not the totality of who she was. She wasn't going to war with us or our kids, and we had no desire to go to war with her. We saw her as a human being. I say that because the reverse is not true of us. They, we are not seen as human beings for the things we believe, and that is creeping so far down the road it has so made insane the people who wrote the column that Steve read about, who are making the complaints, who are doing the trolling they're doing. They can't even see the humanity and the cause that they started out with initially. Mm -hmm. They burned down people practicing the very level of decadence they champion because it's not quite decadent enough. This is what happens we are dealing with nothing short of insanity it's not it's not because they're dumb we are so corrupted souls with minds that no longer can do one plus one equals two one plus one equals a gun to your head mm -hmm. I, I i just can't stress this enough uh we uh we make jokes uh, we try to lighten uh, uh, an oppressive environment, but the simple the fact of the matter is, uh, they are, while they are eating their own, it, it, it's not isolated. This is a cancer that is spreading. It is spreading to all of us. We are all in its sights. Um, I, I had my head in my hands when Steve looked over and laughed, and I, I understand why it looked funny, but uh, th there is reason to have great despair about these aren't just people in an uh, insignificant blog the number of people who think like this in positions of authority and power times the fact the number of people who uh have no worldview to speak of who are will go with the wind because they want to be popular or because they're cowards or because they do on some level say they share our worldview, but it is uh, the most lukewarm of gruel, we are in, in really uh, big trouble. It would seem that because they are starting to eat their own, that maybe this is going to implode on itself. I, I wish that were the case, but we have no movement and this is something Aaron, Ch Aaron champions all the time. We have no church. We have no movement, political or otherwise, that is capable of offering an alternative that people obviously look to. The most obvious one that people have looked to is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump has been nothing but a punchline for the last week. So I, I find no solace in these stories about not the lesbianism is not... Uh, good enough. Uh, I find a, a level of cancer that is about to, uh, to destroy us all. I've used a description on this show for the last few years, and I think it's never been more prophetic and precise than it is now. And that is the comparison of this group of people to the crowd outside of Lot's house the night the sulfur yes. came down. This is the mob outside of Lot's house. It, it, it cannot be satisfied. It cannot be satiated. It cannot be reasoned with. It, 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 
will either have its way all the way or someone's going to have to send some sulfur down. That that's it's just a it's a, this, there's a there's a remnant of our culture and I don't know how many people it it is. I don't know how many people it actually is that have positions of authority as much as Todd I actually think the people in positions of authority are afraid of this group of people. Not the other, I think it's kind of maybe the other way around. I I think I think it's their fear of this group of people doing to them yeah, yeah, yeah. What they're what they're doing right now to Ruby Rose, what they did to August Ames, what they're what they're going to do to this straight actor playing the first openly gay character on the Disney channel or on a, in a Disney movie, yeah. I think it's the fear of this mob. And you're describing Disney basically at the outset. Okay, let you know meeting you halfway. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Of course. And, and then you find out, and then you know, Darth Vader is altering the deal. Yes, and praise yes. and, and and warns you. Pray I don't alter it any further. Except I might, because tomorrow's another yeah. day. There's no arrival. There's no, no there is, arrival. There is there is there's no accommodation. And there and some of us, you know, I, I know there have been plenty of people in the quote unquote Christian right that have exposed themselves as frauds and clowns. I know. I have I have the the less in demand speaker requests. And fewer uh, text messages, voicemails, and friendly phone calls. I used to they used to litter my calendar to show for it for calling these people out. I'm aware of this, but that doesn't mean every argument that we brought to bear as a movement was insufficient or wrong either. Just because Jerry Falwell Jr. is a clown doesn't mean some of the th- the warnings people wearing the same uniform he had warned you about 10, 15, 20 years ago weren't true, and you're living them now. There was never going to be an accommodation. That's why that that's why there was never going to be. It's well. How about we give you civil unions? It was never going to be that. And that was never going to be permitted. And and it, and 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 that's why we'll give you gay marriage. That it's not about marriage. It's not about civil unions. It's not. A, I'm, let me say this. I'm sure that it is for some same-sex attracted people. I'm sure that it is. But uh, wait till the census comes out. You'll be shocked. How few, particularly among the men, quote unquote, get married. The driving impulses of this movement is this level of vitriol and anger. Because if I will, if God will, if if my Creator will not give me the affirmation I crave and desire more than anything else, then by hook or by crook, this world will. And see, the problem is once you give yourself over to that impulse, it, it, you're in a spiritual condition where reason is, is inaccessible now. This is Romans 1. These are people given over to a depraved mind who delight in creating new ways to do evil and encouraging others to do the same. And they don't even do the things that we all do in the dark or think in the dark because we're all sinners that we're ashamed of. They do them out in the light, shamelessly. And they want affirmation for the things the rest of us do in the dark that we're ashamed of. They want affirmation for them shamelessly in the light. And there will be no libertarian neutrality. There will be no side-by-side accommodation. You will offer them this 
or you will be destroyed. They were literally given from a genre fandom subculture perspective, a Jackie Robinson here with this Ruby Rose and the Uncle Tom there. Yep. Before she even filmed a scene. Yep. Because she just wasn't, not even her, who probably has faced because of her sexuality and being in the industry and being in the public eye has probably faced a lot more scrutiny for that than 90% of these Twitter warriors have in mom's basement. But she had to be destroyed. August Ames literally was the fulfillment of egalitarian feminism. I can do whatever I want with my body. I can dress like a cover girl model and literally be a prostitute. It's my body, my choice. I get to make all the choices I want with my body as if it is nothing other than the material stuff that's my shell. She checked every box, every egalitarian, woke, feminist box. But since she wasn't willing to check the last box, it didn't matter how many boxes she checked before that and how many times she checked those boxes. Because she would not check down to the very last box, they drove her to killing herself. Because this isn't about an argument. It's not about reason. It's not about logic. It's not even really about desires. After a while, desires are satiated. You can act out on your desire for a high. You can act out on your desire for a hookup. You can act out on your desire for a drink or a, or a pleasure or a sensation or an experience. And then after you've acted out, there's at least a time where you that, that desire, that whim is satisfied. Until it creeps back up again and you try to resist. But, the, but in the aftermath of the culmination of whatever it is that you crave, there's, a, there's an experience of satisfaction, right? That's not what this is. This is a, a persistent rage. And if there isn't... Let me rephrase this. The integrity is measured by the rate of rage. I emote, therefore I am. And I have to keep emoting. And nothing is ever good enough. They've, they got, right now, so far this year, we're heading into middle of August, or so the year's about two-thirds of the way through. Six of the top seven movies at the box office in 2018 are either current or about to become Disney properties. Six out of the seven. Are either current Disney properties like The Incredibles or about to become Disney properties like Deadpool. Six of the top seven. This is the number one family entertainment company in the history of the medium. Emily Blunt, they're about to make her one of their titular stars. They're rebooting Mary Poppins. This Christmas, and who's going to play her? Emily Blunt. This is one of the most beloved characters in all of Disneydom. And they're giving that role to her. 
The Rock right now is one of the most bankable stars in America. So this is no minor thing that with these two as the flank, they're injecting their first gay character. This isn't just an offering. This is a substantial act of worship to the gods of this age that Disney has assented to. Not good enough. Not good enough. This woman, Ruby Rose, is the fulfillment of everything they ever said they wanted. Not good enough. So I think the rest of us need to ask ourselves this question. If if Disney offering its first gay character, it's like a batting order, right? You want to. What's important is who is batting ahead and behind the best hitter in your lineup, because they can pitch around him. You take away some of his effectiveness, right? Mm -hmm. So they put this gay guy, this gay character, in their lineup, and in front of them they got Emily Blunt, who they're handing the most, arguably the most famous female role in Disneydom. They're handing it to her. And hitting behind him, they've got The Rock, who right now is maybe the most popular movie star on the, in the world. Ruby Rose is an out lesbian. She identifies as gender fluid. She's playing a superhero that really hadn't existed since the 40s. What they left out of that Daily Beast character is this character was discontinued in the 40s. They brought her back in 2006 specifically to be a lesbian, to be politically correct. This has not been in... Carol Kane's Batwoman has not been a character that's existed through the continuity of the DC universe. She was gone for decades. They brought her back just to do this. So here's the question the rest of us have to ask. If the burnt offering that Disney has offered up here and the insurance of putting two very bankable stars in this role to mitigate the this movie won't be as popular for families because there's a gay character in it factor. And if Ruby Rose, who is the living embodiment of what the quote unquote movement has said it was always about. Here's the question the rest of America needs to ask itself. If the, if the burnt offering that Disney has offered up on the altar of the rainbow jihad, and if the firstborn of the rainbow jihad, known as Ruby Rose, if they will reject, if the God of this age will reject such a faithful offering from such a momentous company as Disney, and will reject his non-gender identified own, or his their non-gender identified own offspring in Ruby Rose. What do you think they have in store for you? Your family, your kids, your company, your church. If Disney and Ruby Rose cannot please the spirit of the age, how do you believe you're going to? Final thoughts, Todd. They do this because they always win at it. Always. They will do this to to either get more. Oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll try. Or they'll get somebody, and they want somebody big. Let's say in this example, like The Rock, 
to to speak out and try to do come on now here let's let's all be reasonable and then they want to burn them mm-hmm. they 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 want blood Steve's perfect in talking about the metaphor of uh, sacrificing to the gods, the, the burnt offering, because that's exactly what it is. They are always poking. It, it's it's not a there's so we need to recognize that there's no meeting in the middle. They 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 will win one way or the other because there is no effective opposition. We where and Twitter does not count. It, it ultimately if if let's say the rock came out people would need to rally around him it would just need to be seen that i i, I see your mob and now we're going to kick its ass and we never ever ever do that we remember yesterday when i was complaining uh all of us were complaining about the smug conservative twitter groupies you know they might make fun of this on twitter but there, there, there's no movement there is no ability to meet this in a way that puts it uh, really that these are the kids that need to be uh punched in the nose at recess because they're fake bullies a a real culture with real strength would just uh, would not tolerate it on any level but we do more than tolerate it We, we amazingly enough by these frauds we get our nose bloodied by them over and over and over again I, I I'm 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 ashamed. I'm utterly ashamed at how weak we are. And I'm certain we deserve this. Aaron, your thoughts. Yeah. Um in case it's not um I mean obvious at this point they are already they've they've already come for people like you and me and in many cases in you know the grand scheme of things um they've already won the argument Uh, the only thing that's going to save us now is some sort of supernatural intervention which is why we talk about revival but you wonder why nothing is ever good enough for the mob it's because when you've given up any um transcendent notion of truth well, that transcendent notion of truth has to come from somewhere. Basically, what we're saying is you've given up God. You have given up any notion of goodness. So nothing can be good enough when you've given up goodness because nothing is good. It is all emotion all mm. of the time. And that's why it's never good enough because there's no such thing as good when you've given up God. That is very well said. So not only is he the biggest curmudgeon on the staff, but every now and then, he's among the wisest. Very well said, Aaron. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. That'll wrap up today's Pop Culture Tuesday podcast. Don't forget to join us over at CRTV. CRTV.com, promo code DACE to get a discounted subscription just a quarter a day. And if you've got some time today click subscribe there on itunes stitcher leave us a positive review thank you to all of you that have already done that john 317 this is steve dace i like it you